Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Dear listeners, we are back today with another episode of the RV. We are on route to Award Sarasota, Florida, to speak to Christina Mata. Christina is an ESL instructor, a blogger, and an author. Her first book is called Never Shaken, Tales of Survivor, which is a collection of women's survival stories. She has also published a new young adult mystery novel entitled Tremor in the Hills. So, my dear Christina, welcome to The Relatable Voice. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I'm looking forward to talk with you. And Christina, your story is so amazing. And I have such a soft spot for ESL instructors. Learning languages is, is a passion of mine, and I wouldn't be able to do it without the help of all my language teachers I've met along the way. So what made you decide to become an English teacher? Well, um, I, got, I have a master's in applied linguistics, and that's pretty much the only thing you can do with that master's degree. <laughs> so I applied to a local community college, and I started teaching in the com- continuing ed program. And I just love, love, love my students. I mean, can't ask for a better group of people than people learning English as a second language, or as they call it now, like English language learning, because so many people from all over the world know so many other languages, and it's Mm. not really just your second language. So I've met people from all over the world, and I've had a blast. And really, they teach me more than I teach them. That's so nice. And I also love the teachers I had. It's a very different way of teaching because you have to connect with people in order for them to feel comfortable learning language because it's such a different way of learning. Yes. So it's fun. Um, In 2007, you survived an 8.1 strength earthquake in Peru. I know you are reluctant to leave the memories over and over, which is why you decided to create Never Shaking, Tales of Survivor. Can you tell us more about this book? Yes, absolutely. So when I came back from Peru on that trip, everyone, everyone asked me about it. And it wasn't just family, friends, acquaintances, just anybody who I even knew a little bit. So I got really tired of talking about it and I was still going through that major PTSD at that point so I said okay I'm gonna write it down I'm gonna email it to everyone 
and then they can just read it for themselves. <laughs> and that's what I did. And I got a lot of great feedback and people started saying, maybe you should publish this. So I did try to publish it in magazines and articles, but that was right about the time that, you know, the internet was, you know, 2007 was kind of like everybody was starting to do the self-publishing and it was really difficult. So I ended up, um, my father actually gave me the great idea to start interviewing other women who have been through and survived earthquakes. And actually it was very easy to get because I teach English as a second language. So I found people from other countries that, that have earthquakes. And so many of them were also reluctant to talk about it. But since I was able to share my story, they shared their story. And that's how the book came about. I believe that it must have been very difficult for you to be re repeating. It's something that sometimes we don't want to remember or something. Yeah, like it's, it's tough. It's tough. I got, it's easier now because it's kind of like in my head. Okay, I, I've said it so many times I can say it. But yeah, there's still even, wow, over 10 years later and I'm still, I can't get onto a bridge that's shaking. I feel like I'm back in the earthquake, things like that. Through your teaching career, you encountered many women with similar stories. What was the most surprising thing you learned while creating this book? Women's strength. Um, I don't know if that was surprising because I know women are very strong, but the, the resilience that people have. And, um, and also, I guess... It really um, made me reflect on being an American because I was able to leave um, almost right away. We left the next day, um, leave it all behind and come back to a house in the United States that was completely unaffected by an earthquake. So I had to do a lot of reflection on how lucky I really am you know, because every single one of the other women that are in the book had to stay and had to deal with things that are, you know, that happened after the earthquake. So, Cristina, you've been to Peru 20 times. Where did your love for Peru come from? Well, I am not sure I can say I love Peru. I have a love-hate relationship with Peru because things like the food is amazing, but then there's earthquakes. So um, I was married to a man from Peru, and I really, really I thought it was important for my children to have that culture in their lives. So that's, that's why I would go back every year so that my kids could see, um, you know, that side of their culture. Mm -hmm. And have you been to Machu Picchu? Yes, I've been there twice. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Absolutely beautiful and otherworldly. Yeah. Yeah. It's on my bucket list. I really definitely it's, go. It's a dream to go there and to see all those Inca constructions. Yeah, we like to think of ourselves as very smart nowadays, but honestly, I think they were so smart back then. I don't know how they 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 built Machu Picchu, you know, but they did it and it wasn't with the technology we have now. Yeah, some people believe they were built by ETs. <laughs> that is a theory that everybody has. Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess we have to we have in our minds we have to think of something because we don't know, so we want an answer and we just come up with some crazy answer. <laughs> You know, yeah. they say the same thing about Nazca. Nazca is also in Peru. And so <laughs> who knows? It's a mystery. I feel like they should give more credit to the intelligence of the people that were living at that time. Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all go through bumps in life that interfere with reaching our goals and happiness. And finding proper help can be difficult. Counseling can be expensive 
and finding a good match can take time. BetterHelp is a solution for that. BetterHelp is professional counseling that will assess your needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist and you can start communicating in under 48 hours. Available worldwide through video or phone session at your convenience. Confidential, professional, and affordable counseling done wherever you like. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com listener. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash listener. And Christina, have you been back to Peru since the earthquake? Yes. So, um, uh, so the, I went, so in 2007, I went back in 2008 and 2009, but I did not go back to the town that we were in, in the earthquake until 2010. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's some information about that on my blog because it really didn't change a whole lot. The people with money, they rebuilt. The people with no money, they did not rebuild. And so it was really sad for me to see that. Um, Very discouraging, because I know that a lot of money is thrown into, a lot of times these disasters from all over the world, people just throw money in. And and, uh, I think that there's kind of a discrepancy of where that money is going. It took me three years to go back because I was very nervous. But yeah, I, I had been back to Peru. I just didn't want to go back to that town. It was a small town, very small, built of adobe, which is why it all kind of collapsed. Yeah, it's a pity. And Christina, obviously, this is a life-changing event that you went through. How would you say uh, your perspective on life has changed since then? Enjoy what you have. Um, be grateful for how much you have. And when it's your time, it's your time because that was not my time. It was not my time to go. I could name probably 10 ways that if we had done something even half an hour differently, I could have died. So uh, just a lot more um, gratefulness and appreciation for, for how, what I have. And, you know, not so much worry about what's going to happen in the future. And some months ago, I interviewed a lady who survived a a tsunami in Asia, and she told me the same thing you're telling me now. <laughs> that's that's funny, you know, I guess sometimes you have to have a major event like that happen to have, you know, to be more relaxed. Maybe. Yeah, because we tend to worry a lot about the future. Yes. But we have to try to live in the present, even now after this pandemic. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, now we all have a little bit of an idea what a disaster is. <laughs> and Christina, you just published a novel entitled Camera in the Hills. Can you quickly tell us what the book is about? Yes. So it's um, a female protagonist, a female main character who had already gone through an earthquake. She's dealing with the PTSD and... So she's reluctantly back in Peru. So it's a lot of me. (laughs) And, um, and then somebody gets murdered. So she sets out to find out what happens. And it has a lot of um, elements of what happens to somebody after an earthquake, because I I did have people who kind of denied that I would, I would have PTSD. So it's a lot of 
like really what could your reactions be to certain things just because you've had that experience. And then she encounters a lot of corruption because of, um, you know, who gets money in the earthquake, who doesn't. I wanted to deal a little bit with that because it really made me really upset when I went back in 2010. So yeah, she finds her worldview changed quite a bit by what happens to her in the book. Mm-hmm. I think her name is Tamara. Yeah, Tamara. That's based on, I went through the earthquake with my ex-husband and his extended family. And one of his young cousins was named Tamara. So I, I went through some things with her. And so I, I named, named the character after her. And Christina, I have a quote for you. And this quote is from Friedrich Nietzsche. And he says, that which does not cure us makes us stronger. Do you feel stronger after what you experienced? Yes and no. So yes, definitely. I've I've been able to build myself up in as far as me, my confidence. I mean, I wrote a novel, so I guess that's part of, of confidence. And and with the whole gratefulness thing, that makes me feel stronger. But no, because if I'm on a bridge and I feel like it's shaking, then I like melt again. I want to run away. <laughs> yes. And Christina, uh, you mentioned that small successes are a source of inspiration. What does success look like to you? Good feedback. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that you mean like for the book, but um, you know, like you said, I have I had really good reviews, which is really nice. You know, it would be lovely if I can get like a hundred thousand more of those. <laughs> But people seem to like the book. So really, that really makes me feel like I was successful in getting my point across in an entertaining way. As far as life in general, I think uh, success means, you know, being able to make other people feel good. I, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm working on that. Yes, I like it. <laughs> and uh, Christina, are you currently working on anything that you would like to share? And the second book in the, it's going to be a three-part series with Tamara. Um, so Tremor in the Hills is the first one. It's already out on Amazon. And then I'm working on the second book, um, which is also based in Peru. This one is in Caral, which is a, a kind of a pyramid area north of Lima. And the third one will be about Machu Picchu. So the second one, yeah, <laughs> second one should be coming out in January. I was hoping for it to come out by the holidays, but that's not happening. So look for that. Wonderful. I'm going to read your book. Actually, the reviews are very good. And just because I really want to know Peru better and your story looks like very interesting because it's not only about the earthquake, but also there are some mystery and homicide, I think. Homicide, uh-huh, and a little bit of truth. <laughs> okay, so for but sure. I also put in a little bit of culture too, because I think it's very important. I'm not Latina, I'm not from Peru, but my children are you know, that's part of their culture and I respect it tremendously. And so I felt like it was, it would be good to share that information too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would love for you to read my book. I will and I write a review. That would be great. Thank you. Of course. And Christina, would you like to leave a message to our listeners who are struggling with PTSD? I would say, don't be afraid to talk to other people. You, you will find somebody who will empathize and be able to support you. 
as long as you're not afraid to talk about it. Thank you. Thank you very much. And the last question, where can we find you and of course your books? Uh, my website is called tremorinthehills.com. Um, my email is also tremorinthehills at gmail.com. And my book is on Amazon. Your cover is so beautiful. And I want to thank you that lady on the cover. <laughs> that I can attribute 100% to my editor, Michelle Morrow. Um, she found me that cover and she put it together for me. So I can't even answer that question. I thought it <laughs> was <is>. you. <laughs> it does look like, kind of like me. <laughs> so, Christina, thank you very much. I love Florida. I was there last week. Come visit me. I would love it. I will, for sure. If I go to Sarasota, I will give you a call and we are going definitely to meet in person. That would be great. I would love that. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.